0: Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Mr. Radio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan.
1: Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks for joining me today. You can catch First Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, we're going to be talking teens today, a little pew a a research to get you started on teens, social media, and privacy. If you are a parent of a teen or work with teens, you may not be surprised by this. I happen to have a 15 year old so... This absolutely concerns me. So listen up. Teens are sharing more information about themselves on social media sites than they have in the past, and they're not necessarily taking all the steps that they need to to ensure their privacy. Now, again, this is from Pew. They pretty much typically know what they're talking about these days. Uh, What we found from this study is that teens, again, since, since 2006, so we're talking in the past seven years, 91% are posting a photo of themselves. That's not nearly 80%. 71 post their school name. 71 post the town where they live. 53% post their email address. And 20%, yes, 20% post their cell number. 60% of teen Facebook users set their Facebook profiles to private. Yay, glad to hear that. And many of them say they have a high level of confidence in their ability to manage their settings. Um, So, you know, just something to be aware of. I mean, we know uh, there's all kinds of strangers working out there seeking to prey on teens. And I'm not just talking weirdo people. I'm talking about companies as well. So um, just keep that in mind, uh, whether you're marketing to teens or hopefully you're not stalking teens. But anyway, I just find that found that fascinating. Um, our target trendsetter today is a first profile. Now these are the moms that are worried about those teens. There's a 9.3 million of them out there, making 90,000 a year. Medi- uh, median age is 40. Uh, a third of them are college grads, and a quarter of them stay home full time. They do see themselves as hopeful and entrepreneurial, putting their family first, and they shop all the time, whether it's for groceries or whether they're shopping for um, other things for their family, and they do shop brands a lot, um, mainly because they're seeking out deals. Um, They will go um, buy on price. They go to the clearance rack. They stop on coupons now more than ever. And those kids do play a role in what they choose to buy. So uh, where are they buying? Their shopping lands in Old Navy Gap, um, Kohl's, all big ones. Um, They're driving Volkswagens and Hondas and GMC. And if you're a marketer, of course, you're going to be able to intersect the Target Trendsetter on all of those family channels and publications, parenting magazines like Family Fun, Um, Parents, along with Real Simple and Redbook, First for Women, are also big ones. They're on cable. They're online a ton, uh, both on social channels, but also channels where their kids are, like Disney and Nickelodeon, and they get their news at cbs.com and msnbc.com as well. Well, my guest for today is certainly about young girls and teens (laughs) specifically. Stacey Todman is the founder of Girls Dreaming Big. And Girls Dreaming Big is a company that really does offer a full set of services to assist those young ladies in building self-esteem, growing competence, creating positive networks, and delivering the building blocks that they need so they can go and implement those big dreams of theirs. We're going to be talking to Stacey when we return
0: after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, Shopping. Her Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers.
2: Learn more at slash radio. Aim Clear. This is how you sell with social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and failed? (laughs) You're not
0: alone. These days, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. dominate. (laughs) Aim Aim clear. Clear brings definitive psychographic
2: targeting, bleeding-edge creative, and killer content amplification to the social advertising table. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Aim, Aim clear. clear. This is how you sell with social. Time now for another exciting episode of Ace of Ace analytics. analytics, brought to you by AnalyticsSEO.com. In our last adventure, our hero was fending off his evil nemesis, Rhino the <laughs> Outdoor. <Algo. laughs>
0: That Ruthless Rhino has updated the algorithm again. And our website is falling down the rankings fast.
2: Have no fear. Use our automated SEO tool to stay updated and to monitor your site with detailed reports. Or use our multi-site project management tool to manage all of your sites to stay on top. Take it from our fearless friend and be your own SEO hero with analyticsseo.com.
0: Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, Faster, wiser, on demand, anytime. Inside the Entertainment Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Oh, joining me today is Stacy Talman. She's the
1: founder of Girls Dreaming Big, and it's really a company that's set up to support young women um, as they. Oh, and try to implement their big dreams. And, Stacey, I'm thrilled to have you on the program. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. I'm excited to be a part of it. Well, and I I will not do it justice to talk about Girls Dreaming Big. (laughs) I would love for you to share uh, all about what Girls Dreaming Big exactly is for people listening today.
3: Well, I think you did a great job starting it off, absolutely. You know, like you said, it offers an array of services, and really it's uh, built on the foundation of a three-tiered program, the starting point, which is the one I'm most excited, is called Girls Dreaming Big Family. You know, young women feel so alone in high school, and they just, unless they're part of a sports team or a religious organization, they just don't have the support they need. So I was racking my brain as to how I can give that to them in a way that they'll actually be a part of it, <laughs> because that's the other component you struggle with in terms of high school kids. And so, you know, they always look up to older kids, and they're so eager to go to college, so the uh, the idea came from the idea of a sorority. You know, I had a really good experience in my sorority. So Girls Dream Big Family is built on that idea of twice-a-month meetings, talking about relevant you know, life issues, uh, once-a-month social events, so that they have a place they can go on Friday that doesn't involve drinking or boys or various other stressors in their life and that it's fun, and they can feel part of something. You know, we'll also be doing volunteer for, you know, doing service projects, so they have the idea of giving back. Um, And they also will have weekly inspirational emails. And the thing I'm most excited about for that sorority family component is monthly speaker series. There's really amazing women here in St. Louis doing great things. I think young women need to be exposed to all the awesome jobs and possibilities out there. So that's what I'm most excited about for Girls Dream Big, the family. And if the kids want to take it up to the next level, they can uh, offer this twice a month, uh, coaching or tutoring. And the last one I actually just got back from is the family, the coaching, and then the culminating event of going on a trip overseas with me. And we just got that from Bali. So that was my first trip with these girls, and it was awesome.
1: Oh, my God. How exciting for them. How girls did you end up taking with you?
3: Well, well I, I had I took five girls. It was, I came up with the idea at the end of January. We booked it by mid-February. So I was really excited that I was able to have five girls on my initial trip. And it's a combination of service, sightseeing, and nightly seminars. So it was so much fun. And I think it was really neat to watch these young women grow before my eyes. So like oh,
1: So fun. fun. Well, I, I'm envious of them. And, you know, you really knew what young women needed. You were, you're a former coach and teacher. You were interacting with young women all the time in those roles. Uh, what were you seeing that led you to kind of quit that job and create this organization? One of the things that you mentioned was, of course, that they just didn't have anywhere to go. Were there other things that kind of right. led to this
3: decision? Yeah, absolutely. There's a big catalyst, um... It was kind of, you know, I I have my master's in school counseling, and I knew I wanted to pursue that in some way, but in the school setting, unfortunately, you don't have as much one-on-one interaction that I would like to have. And this past school year, a tragic event happened this summer. A very popular, very happy-go-lucky kid actually sadly committed suicide um, at her best friend's house at a party. Oh, Really, Yeah, it was shocking and impacting, and these young women were coming to me every hour of the day and just a mess and really understandably struggling through that. And, you know, a lot of them were self-medicating through drinking and various other things. It was really hard to watch these girls. And, uh, you know, I kept talking to them about counseling. I kept talking to them about group therapy, and they just wouldn't go. You know, I think they're just so terrified to get that. Support, um, for various reasons and so I, I just felt like I have to create something where young women will come and be a part of it and that uh, you know they want to be a part of it because unfortunately in high school it's all about doing the cool thing you know so how do I how do I provide them what they need in a way that <laughs> is quote unquote cool to do so that was really the big catalyst to it to be honest with you.
1: Wow, what a tragic catalyst! Um, but you've managed to take through tra- tragedy though and really turn it into a positive for so many young women. And on this show, of course, we talk a lot about marketing to women, um, and yeah. even young women. You know, we we call them Gen Z. They're they're called a lot of different things, but um, <laughs> you know, and all of the good, of course. Uh, but what, no, the of course, things that we, of course, that we marketers talk about is that these are kids that have access to so much these days. I mean, they, they have a lot yeah. of money. They make a lot of decisions about how to spend that money. They have tons mm-hmm. of influence through their social networks and forget their influence. And they even influence their own parents when it comes to purchasing. <laughs> do you, I mean, do you yes. think these kids really know that they have all this power and influence? If I'm being honest, I don't.
3: You know, teenagers are show in the moment, they have such a hard time seeing beyond their nose. (laughs) I know Uh it's a silly expression, but truly it is. And for them, they're facing so much pressure to fit in and to feel like they belong to something. I feel like they're often much more driven about what's the cool thing to do. You know, what are they seeing on TV, on the reality shows, you know, and those are the things that drive them to do all of their actions. You know, it's more about fitting in than it is about, you know, being aware of their power, so
1: to speak. Does that make sense? It totally does, and it, it's. I mean, I know this in, intelligently, that intellectually, that that's what they value is that kind of that cool factor. But are there other things that you've seen over the course of time, working with these young women so closely that that you think they also value that impacts, of course decisions on what to buy and how to spend their time and who influences them are there other values at play here besides that cool factor
3: you know there are and that's so unique for each individual kid i mean i can't stress enough being in that education world and seeing them day in day out how much pressure and how much they're consumed by their peers mm-hmm. you know it's it's what are their peers wearing you know what brand do they have on you know, comfort, I guess, would be something they come to school and they definitely love to be comfortable, you know, comfortable, fashionable, I would guess I would say, you know, those are the main things I see. I, I, I really think, I know it's oversimplifying it in some ways, but there's so much pressure for them. And that is what I see these young women focus on the most.
1: Do you feel like, I mean, clearly their peers have a big influence, as you just said, but what Very about celebrities? So. I mean, do you think celebrities yes. play a role
3: too? I do. I absolutely do. I mean, reality TV, they're consumed by reality TV. You know, one that I hear them talking a lot about is Keeping Up with Kardashians. You know, they definitely have an impact and they look, you know, they read the magazines, they read the, you know, they read and watch everything, the, the social media, and it's really what's trending on those those sites, those TV shows and the sites that do influence them. Absolutely.
1: Oh, and it's a little bit scary to think Kim Kardashian has that much power over young <laughs> women.
3: <laughs> I know. That's, absolutely. I mean, these girls are sent so many mixed messages by so many people. I mean, they, it is scary. It's very scary. Who's impacting these girls? And that's why I feel so passionately about starting something, that there's a place where these girls can come and be impacted in a positive way you know, by impressive women doing great things that – are positive role models that they can look up to and think are cool, so to speak, without, you know, making some questionable choices at times. <laughs> exactly.
1: Well, and I just think about Kim, Kim and her need to, to tweet every single time she turns around, which leads me to my next question about technology. I mean, this is the most, yeah. my gosh, the most connected generation of our time. Right. In general, you know, how are you seeing technology impacting these young women for better and for worse?
3: You know, I do see both. Um, the but Let me start with the better because that one's easier. What's so great, especially coming from a teaching perspective, is, you know, now teachers are on Twitter and Facebook and various other things. And so the kids have access to those people so much more than they did in the past. You know, I've had kids tweet me and ask me about test questions or, you know, things like that. So I think that's a really big positive to be connected to people, like especially in the academics world. But the negative... I've seen the negatives of school year alone far outweigh the positives sometimes. You know, it's, it's so sad to watch what goes on on Twitter. You know, I had a young woman who was really trying to turn her life around, made some bad choices early on. And she's finally turning her life around and doing a great job. And all these anonymous Twitter accounts start popping up, just saying horrible and embarrassing things about her. And one of them turned out to be one of her friends who started the whole thing, you know, and just the devastation these kids go through. And that's not like a rarity for something like that to occur. You know, I can't imagine my mistakes I made as a teenager to be aired out on a regular basis
1: to the entire, you know, whomever.
3: Mm-hmm. so exactly. it's, it's so really much horrible.
1: It is so much more public today, exactly, and Mm -hmm. and that level of embarrassment, knowing that everybody Mm -hmm. knows about it, as opposed to maybe five people, a handful of people knowing about it. Do you feel like that, among other things, are kind of limiting our young women from reaching their full potential today? I mean, what are factors are you seeing as kind of? Yeah, no, I
3: absolutely think that's a component. You know, I think that there's it's in their face all the time, you know, and, and they're so looking to the TVs and their magazines and the Twitter. And if they're trying to make good choices, let's say, and maybe not go out on a Friday night, maybe stay home with their friends or, you know, they often end up feeling like a quote unquote loser because they're looking on Instagram or they're reading Twitter and they're feeling like they're missing out and not, you know, they're not cool for staying home. There's just, it's in their face so much. And they're so consumed by all their friend drama or boy drama and if they don't have people to talk to. And I've seen young women, you know, we're not the best about compartmentalizing. Men sometimes are much better about that. You know, where we become all consumed and it distracts them and all their energy sometimes goes to that versus, you know, who am I and what do I want in life and how do I go about it? You know, and they just meet and they won't talk to their parents I mean, I love the parents. They're wonderful, but they hit the girls hit that age, and it's no longer cool to talk to your parents. So they mm-hmm. just so desperately need someone that they trust and that they, they look up to to talk to, to help mm-hmm. them through those times so they have the energy and the space to go after their dreams.
1: Yep. Yep. Well, and that's going to lead us to our next section. But before we do that, we do have to get a break in, Stacey. Uh, So stick around, and we'll talk about what we can do as parents and as marketers to help you help these young women uh, reach their dreams. So stick around. More Purse Strings returns
0: after the break. Okay. Time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers.
2: Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. Discover the best practices for tracking and targeting mobile marketing. Mobile Presence, on demand, anytime, inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm.
0: Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Welcome back. I've been chatting today with Stacey Toddman. She's
1: the founder of Girls Dreaming Big, and we've been talking about all the challenges young women face today, uh, by you know being bombarded by uh, opinions from their peers and celebrities as influencers, to technology, and and just knowing that every your every move is going to be shared with hundreds of your friends. And Stacy, as a, as a coach and teacher, you know what are the ingredients for young women and reaching their goals. Of course, girls are I mean big as, a, as one of those. Um, but what are the other ingredients that you think is critical for these women to kind of come out on the other side in a positive way?
3: Yeah, I mean, the big thing is getting the girls out there and involved. You know, they just need to form as many support networks as possible and to feel good about themselves, you know, by being able to do things that they excel in. You know, that and giving back in the community, volunteering, realizing just how privileged they are. I mean, I think going to Bali, going, taking these young women to Bali was huge because they got to see, like, whoa, these things we stress about <laughs> compared to the stresses of people in Bali, they're, they're much, much different. You know, so just giving teenagers perspective on life is so important, exposing them to so many different things, you know, it's letting them see what's out there so they help figure out who they are. I mm-hmm. think those are really helpful. For, you know,
1: women, this well, and you know, too, you know, you said it before that sometimes it becomes cruel cool to talk to parents. And so I think mm-hmm. as parents, sometimes we wonder, you know, how can we assist our daughters? Right. Because we're not, that, we're not that influencer anymore. What do right. you have for parents on this?
3: Yeah, I can imagine as a parent how helpless you feel sometimes. Because, you know, even mm-hmm. those awesome parents out there, and say the things the kids need to hear, but unfortunately these kids, you know, they reach that point and they, it just doesn't sink in anymore or they just don't feel comfortable talking to their parents anymore. The biggest thing these girls need is somebody, a mentor, a coach, you know, some a teacher that they can go to when they're struggling because, you know, they try to go to their friend, and their friends are completely ill equipped to help them because sometimes they're part of the problem. And these young women feel so alone sometimes. And it's such a hard feeling that usually ends up them making not the best choices due to that feeling. You know, and also I think for parents, and this one's going to be a hard one, (laughs) a fine line. I, I can't imagine as a parent how hard it is to figure out where that line is in terms of helping make sure they don't make bad decisions and giving them the freedom to figure out who they are. You know, I, I know that a parent wants to totally protect their kid, and, and I think it's necessary. But I see, as a teacher, um, parents taking it to such an extreme level that they, many things happen. And the thing I see the most is these kids who um, didn't have a lot of chance to figure out who they are. They go to college, and they're exposed to freedom for the first time, and they go crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they take it to quite the level. Whereas in high you know, it's just it's tough. It's a fine line to how you have them you know, explore and experiment because if I'm being honest, it's part of growing up in a safe way without saying that that's okay, without condoning negative behavior.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just starting the journey, so uh <laughs> I say close attention, you pay close attention to everything you're saying. Yeah. And 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 I have a
3: quote. quote. What? I'm sorry. I I wanted. I also wanted to uh, give a great suggestion of a book I've been reading that I think has been so wonderful for every parent to read, and it's given so many tips. And I loved it. It's called The Price of Privilege. The price. And when you say when I say privilege, I don't mean kids that come from very affluent, rich parents. You know, most kids today, you know, are very fortunate in in ways that years ago they weren't. And it just talks to just about how parents, you know, are kind of overcompensating and and just how that plays out in the kid's development. And it's such a great book, and I highly recommend it to any parent out there. The Price price of Privilege.
1: privilege. The Price of Privilege. Well, I just wrote it down, and I will be checking it out for sure. (laughs) Um, So I'm a parent. I'm also a marketer. And so to wrap, up, right. to wrap up our conversation, let's bring it back to the marketing topic. <laughs> of course. Know, well, because we're influencers too, right? I mean, we influ- sure. a lot of young women see us have been cool because that's what we're pushing. We're pushing out those images. We're pushing out those messages. So right. as marketers, you know, how can we help Gen Z um, to, to rebuild really that self-esteem, that confidence and, and push out those, those types of messages?
3: You know, that's a great question, and I I really think getting out there organically to to the organizations and um, interests these kids have, I think, really helps because, like, Facebook, kids don't want to be on Facebook anymore because they'll say, oh, Facebook is just filled with ads. I hate all the ads. You know, so kids are very sensitive to marketing um, and not always in the best way. It's, it's, I feel like to reach that age group, it has to be organic. you know. It has to be what they're seeing and what the people in their life are a part of. I don't know if that makes sense or not. Like, for example, you know, gymnastics. I know kids out there are really involved in gymnastics, you know. What um, those organizations believe in are, are like through the gyms themselves or cheerleading is a really big thing. You know, getting, getting to them through their specific interests I think is sometimes a more effective. Once you reach that one or two key kids, then it explodes like wildfire. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Those kids that are those influencers, right? absolutely, you really have to reach help the influencers. Drive that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: And as a marketer, I can imagine that that's a difficult thing to figure out, unless, of course, you're in the school. Um, so it's just having to be. I think for that generation, the key is to be creative, and I mean, which you know can be difficult, but I think finding the things that they're interested in. For example, not to mention, like the students are crazy about Lululemon. I mean, they buy yeah. that up like candy. And so, you know, if I was in a, a company I to see if there's something you could do with Lululemon, you know, Lululemon puts on yoga, you know, every Sunday for free and different yoga teachers go in. You know, what does the yoga teacher have on? What are they wearing? Things like that, hanging up,
1: having partnerships, I think really helps
3: with the, with yeah. the brands and, Clothing that they're interested
1: in, yeah, and that have a positive message, uh, you know, attached them already. Right. You know, Lululemon's little, little mm-hmm. about healthy living and working out, and you know, so that feels very right. But but there are other brands that they look up to that aren't. <laughs> so yeah, so, absolutely you know, <laughs> about trying to align them. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah,
3: and and at the end of the day, it's or, the kids. It, it's about just helping them figure out who they are and supporting them through that. I mean, that's what's really going to help them. Mm-hmm. And just like you said, putting out positive things versus you know, some of the scandalous clothing out there. <laughs> oh and there yeah, is, like, so and some of those body images.
1: Yeah, those branding images. Um, well, for people listening today who are intrigued and interested, would your uh, mm-hmm. website be the best place to, to girlsdreamingbig.com?
3: Yeah, that would be a great starting point. And also on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. You, you can <laughs> find them almost anywhere. <laughs> You're all
1: my places for the target, for sure, Stacey. <laughs> Instagram. Yeah, <Big>. yeah exactly. <laughs> i
3: learned. This is a new thing for me. Instagram is brand new for me, but it's a little fun.
1: So either uh, well, place
3: is a great place to find me. And I have a blog, so and I put new posts out every Thursday. that would be wonderful. another place to kind of read.
1: Great. Yeah. Well, for marketers and parents alike listening today, I do encourage them to go to StreamMeBig com and Facebook and Instagram and Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> Best of luck to you and um thank hopefully you. You can have a lot of dreams. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun. I appreciate you letting me be a part of your show you bet you bet and thanks to my producer George another good one and join me right here for another edition of Purse Strings Tuesday at Eastern Time so then get a great one